Hello and welcome to Kabam Mavs. I'm your host, Jesse Matarazzo, and today we're going to break down the 124 to 97 win over the Cleveland Cavaliers. Let's get it popping. Tim Hardaway Jr. had to lead the way today to lead the Mavericks 124-97 to over the Cleveland Cavaliers. Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, shot really well tonight, and he had to because Luka Doncic got ejected in the third quarter, at the beginning of the third quarter, and was tossed. He he basically flung himself into uh, Colin Sexton's neither region. Colin Sexton shoved him, trying to get position, and uh, Luka shoved back because Luka do not take no flack. So he got tossed for this. This does not affect his technical foul count. So he will not be suspended for the next game. It will be interesting to see what he does in the next few games because he's sitting on 15 technicals to lead the league. And if he gets one more, he will be suspended. Luckily, flagrant twos aren't technically technicals. So uh, he did not get tossed for the next game. It's just for the rest of this game. But the Mavericks held on, played very well, played really good defense, and were disrupting things out there and were able to secure the win. I really like their defense tonight. I think, you know, obviously it's Cleveland. They're not the greatest offensive team, but Dallas were able to force a lot of uh, turnovers. The Mavericks had nine steals in this game. I think that they were really able to frustrate the Cleveland Cavaliers tonight. The Mavericks also shot fairly well, about league average, 38% from three, but they were 54% from the field. And I thought there were some really great contributions out there. And we'll get into the individual stats later. We did, you know, win the rebounding battle tonight, 42 to 38. And I thought Dwight Powell played really well leading the team in rebounding. So I, I really like how this team is playing. Josh Richardson in his own right had a had a pretty didn't shoot the ball well from the outside, but I thought he had a pretty good game tonight. And I thought that Doncic was having a good game until he got into that foul situation. Dwight Powell played very well. Josh Green had a very nice yam tonight. Very excited for that. Got him a little hyped up there, but all in all, I thought it was a great performance by the team. It was not the best competition. Cleveland have won only one game in their last 14 games. Wow. And that was against the Chicago Bulls. I don't know what sort of measuring stick this is for us. It just means that our backups can beat Cleveland's backups, basically. Any hoozle, I'm going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll get into the individual stats. Player of the game. Now it's time to announce player of the game. The player of the game was Tim Hardaway Jr., who had 25 points, 2 rebounds, and 3 assists. He was 9 for 13 from the field and 7 for 11 from 3-point line. He was a plus 20 tonight. Really great performance by Tim Hardaway Jr., and he just keeps continuing his exceptional play. He has been amazing. Not including tonight, Tim Hardaway Jr. is averaging 27.4 points on 84% free throw shooting, 50% from three on 10 attempts, and 53% in the last five games. Josh Richardson also scored 20 points tonight. He was 9 for 14 from the field, but he was 0 for 3 from three-point land. That's not good. I don't like that. No, don't like that. And he was a plus 10 in the game. Dorian Finney-Smith also couldn't shoot tonight. He only had four points, five rebounds, two assists, but he was 0 for 6 from 3 and 2 for 10 from the field. He was still a plus 10. He was playing good defense. He got a steal in this game. Richardson got two steals as well. So did Doncic. So Dorian Finney-Smith, all in all, still playing good defense. He just His shot was not hitting tonight. Luka Doncic scored 15 points, five rebounds, five assists. 
Probably would have got that tripped up had he not been ejected. He was 5 or 11 from the field and over 2 from 3. He was a plus 4 in the game. Dwight Powell, who I thought had another great game. 12 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists. He was 6 for 8 from the field. 4 blocks in this game. Little T-Rex arms extending. Go-go gadget Powell arms. He also had a steal and he was a plus 28 in this game. Jesus, Dwight Powell is playing very well. Nico Melli had 9 points, 3 for 5 from the field, 4 rebounds, a plus 16 in this game josh green only had two points but it was a great two points he absolutely yammed that ball getting to the basket a nice little cut in there found a lane and just absolutely yammed it he was one for four from the field but i like the fact he got 20 minutes tonight got himself some run he was a plus six in the game brunson 13 points seven assists five for five from the field so the dallas mavericks stay in that fifth spot there at 40 and 28 they're eight and two in their last 10 the Trailblazers are 39-29. and 29. They are a game back from Dallas, 7-3 in their last 10. They've been actually playing pretty well lately. They were there on a downward spiral for a little bit, 2-8 and eight in their last 10 a few weeks ago, and now they've climbed right back up to make it a contest. They're at the sixth spot above the Lakers, who are about to be 38-30 and 30 with their win over the Suns tonight. They are now 3-7 and seven in their last 10. The Warriors, the Grizzlies, and the Spurs are all sort of hanging out there. I don't think any of them are going to get in that 7th spot. Now, if you look at our remaining schedule, we have the Memphis Grizzlies on Tuesday. Wednesday, we have New Orleans Pelicans. That's our last back-to-back. And then we have the Toronto Raptors on Friday. And then we have the Minnesota Timberwolves on Sunday. So, we have to win all these games going forward the Blazers are right on our trail the Lakers are right behind them and you know we're a couple losses away from being back in that seventh spot and being in the plan so Luca really has to not get suspended that could be a really bad situation for us I mean watching all the angles of that video it wasn't really intentional to hit him in the groin area, but he did retaliate, and he can't do that. He can have a conversation with the refs after. He can stand his ground, but he cannot retaliate when people mess with him. The refs are giving him not the fairest shake because he's built that bad reputation, and the refs are trying to get a hold of it. But whenever all these players try to assert themselves on him, he's not going to back down. And they're doing that on purpose so they can get a list a response from him so he can get tossed because they know that he has those 15 fouls and he's you know a, a technical away from getting suspension so everyone's going to be trying to push his buttons he has to stay as calm as he can I don't know what he has to do maybe get with somebody and do some yoga or meditation spa day whatever he needs to do but he does not need to get that suspension because if he gets a suspension in the playoffs that is going to be a bad situation for us so if we can just win these games going forward win out keep our fifth spot play the denver nuggets i think we will be in a good position and i'm going to take a quick break but when we come back i'm going to talk about what the playoff picture could look like if we got the fifth spot so as it stands now, we would play the Denver Nuggets the first round and then whoever won from the play-in in Utah. And if we were to win that and get to the Western Conference Finals, which is highly unlikely, we would then play you know, probably one of the Clippers, Lakers, Phoenix teams, uh, somewhere in there, however that falls. So I, I think that 
Maybe there's an avenue where we could beat the Utah Jazz. We give up the third fewest assists in the league, and I think Jokic really relies on great passes to get other people involved. Jamal Murray being down. They have been basically, like, haven't missed a step since Murray left with that ACL injury, but I think that they're a team that we match up really well with. Now, they do have a lot of size, and we are kind of a smaller team, considering but I you know we've won the series with them before maybe we would get some trouble with Aaron Gordon but um, I think he's stoppable you know I, I just think if we are able to play on our game I think Carlisle can out coach Malone and I do think that we have the star power to go up against Denver with a healthy KP who is playing in rhythm. And that's a big if. But another thing is, you know, if we get past them, then we have Utah, which if we can get Dorian Finney-Smith cooking and get him to draw Gobert off of the paint and and be forced to defend Dorian Finney-Smith like he did in that last game that we played against them, if he can just drain threes, that would be the key to the our offense. Or if we got someone else like Melly or whoever else to get in that position and hit those threes with the combination of Maxi Kleba, I think we have enough people to throw at Gobert. We have enough people to throw at Jokic to make it at least, you know, tire them down a little bit. You know, I do I think we win against either of those teams? I don't necessarily think so, but I do think Carlisle can exploit those matchups and create a scenario where we have a fighting chance to get there. Now, if we keep Magic, Jokic has been playing like every single game this season. Maybe he's tired in the playoffs, and we probably have the biggest rest we've ever had playing in the playoffs because we don't have any back-to-backs every single day. It'll be interesting to see how we react to that and if we can pull out a win or at least a you know seven-game series. Like you know, let it go seven games, giving him a good effort there. If if we can get past Denver, then we get the Jazz. And they have a bunch of great shooters, but I think a lot of those shooters have kind of come back down to earth. People have tried to kind of crack that code to, you know, stop them a little bit better. So could match up well against Utah. I know they destroyed us in back-to-back games earlier in the season, but we were in the height of the COVID era of our season. And I think we're just a different team now. And I think to be fair, Utah is a different team. So Both of those teams are probably the most winnable in the top four. If we can get past them and maybe luck out and see the Clippers (laughs) in the the Western Conference Finals, I think we may have a chance, a very small chance, but I think we may have a chance to make it to the finals. And that would be absolutely wild. But if we saw a team like Philly, we would get destroyed. We match up a little bit better with the Bucks. I think we match up well against the Nets because I think we have enough firepower to go toe-to-toe with them and they're just not a very good defensive team. So I think that we may be in a situation where we could beat the Nets. I know this is all a very highly improbable scenario, but I think that would be the best scenario to get to the finals if we just saw, you know, KP really step up defensively and his shot was falling and Luka was just playing like he played in the playoffs he did last year. So 
if if that is able to be replicated or we get lightning in a bottle all of our guys are shooting well we may be in a situation where you could go to a finals but that's a really big long shot a boy can dream i just think that we're in a situation that creates a lot of chaos for other teams a lot of teams don't want to see us a lot of teams don't really match up well against us because we have a guy that can get buckets in the paint but we have also a bunch of three-point shooters and then we have kp who is a matchup nightmare in the playoffs if he's playing really well so i guess we'll find out i guess we'll find out how we do when the playoffs hit we got to hit all those games going out to close the season but if we do anything can happen when you got luca magic i'm gonna end it there guys i hope you had a fun time watching us beat the cleveland cavaliers the last few games this weekend so i'll leave you with these words if you would like to support this podcast please leave a five-star review in the apple store follow me on spotify and follow me on twitter at kabam sports and at mavs lead where i am the head of the mavs lead for the lead network part of bleacher report i will be reporting on all mavs news and live tweeting games there at Mavs Lead. Also, follow me on the Locker Room app at Jesse Matarazzo. I'm in there starting interactive podcasts and doing rooms. We do music, sports, all sorts of stuff. Find me on there. We'll have a great conversation. And I will see you guys on the next episode. 